Australia play their opening game on Sunday night up against the host nation, India. And I'm very pleased to say on Summer Grandstand across the country, I am joined by Indian professional cricketer, cricket commentator, a friend and broadcast colleague of uh, ours on the ABC in Dinesh Kartik. Uh, DK, firstly, a home World Cup for you in India. Give me a, give me a gauge on your excitement levels as, uh, as the tournament is now underway. On a personal level, very, very excited. You've got to understand, after 12 years, it's coming back to India. The last time it was held in India, the home team obviously managed to win. And the World Cups after that, succeeding that, have all been won by the home team. So that's a great legacy to be following. So if that, if that is anything to go by, then hopefully India will have a series. But most importantly, I think the grounds are going to be very, very diverse in nature. There are 10 grounds that they're playing across India in. And we have some of the most you know, vociferous crowds that's expected yesterday, if you noticed, in a stadium like Ahmedabad, where there's 1.110,000 people expected. There were about 40,000 people watching the game, but it felt like there was hardly anybody there, which tells you the scale and grandeur of the tournament. I'm very excited on a personal level, but more importantly, I think it's going to be a terrific World Cup. And for the health of this ODI format, this World Cup needs to be bang on. What do you think are some trends or some themes that we'll be talking about repeatedly throughout the series? What, what are some of the, the key parts of this tournament that you think we'll, uh, we'll be discussing? Due. I think when it comes to India, the biggest factor is going to be due. We are in the early part of the winter. Generally, as, as, the, as the tournament goes on, there could be an increase in due. So, you know, batting second could prove to be much more useful. So that is the big question that all teams will be very wary of. Is the due going to play a big part? Because in a lot of the games that's been held at this time of the year in domestic cricket, due and overnight moisture plays a massive role. India are the favourites in a lot of people's minds. They're obviously at home. They carry that extra pressure. But as you said, history's on their side recently. Uh, India, your pick to win the whole thing? Um, no, I'd be lying if I say that. Even though my heart would want India, I think India will obviously face a lot of challenges in this tournament, especially if they qualify for that Super 4 game. They have been hamstrung sometimes by what they want to do and what they end up doing in terms of the intent. I think that is the big question there. In India, can they bring the intent? There'll be pressure, there'll be a lot of support, it'll be positive a lot of the times. At times, if things go don't go well, then some of the walks through the airports also can be really hard for India. That's the kind of pressure they'll be facing. So I won't say India is, a fr- India is going to have an easy one or they're definitely the frontline um, you know, choice to be part of that uh, World Cup finalist. But I would say England as well uh, have a really good chance. And after seeing New Zealand play, I'm sure it's there in everybody's mind how good they can be. So, you know, we have a few choices. But my heart says I want India to win. There's no doubt about that. So India play their tournament opener on Sunday night against the Australians. You can hear that game on ABC Radio through the ABC Listen app as well. Look out for that World Cup button. Uh, Our team, Australia, how do you think the Aussies will go uh, in Indian conditions? Australian team is a very resilient team. Let's not forget they beat India in India six months ago. By no means are they an easy team. They are a team which should walk into the semi-final and then it's about two good days. And for me, Australia is embodied by how those, how those all-rounders go about things. And they have some quality all-rounders there. And for me, generally, if you do watch IPL, you'll know that Chennai is a city that is filled with yellow. 
But even though the Australians will be wearing yellow, I doubt there'll be too much yellow <laughs> this time around when they play the game. <laughs> no, absolutely agree with you there. Uh, Chennai in particular, it, it feels like one of the grounds in India, you mentioned the 10 that are being used, that is going to take spin. So probably no surprise, DK, that the Australians have, have found themselves in Chennai at, uh, at the early part of the tournament. Yes. And... Uh, Look, I think uh, we all think that it's uh, it's a slow game. It might be, when I say slow pitch, so it could turn and hence it becomes easy for India. Not at all. I feel in, on a slow pitch, sometimes India might find it hard. The only problem Australia have now, and, and I feel like they right now maybe don't feel it's such a big loss, but it's Ashton Agar. Mm. The, the left arm spinner, the finger spinner brought a lot of quality the last time they played in Chennai. Got a couple of wickets and he was a key member. And he will be a miss in places like Chennai and Delhi where the pitch would turn. India versus Pakistan at Ahmedabad. How significant is this game in the, the context of the tournament, but in global cricket more broadly, to have a Pakistan national team back in India playing against the, the host nation at a World Cup? How significant is that? Corbin, I just wish you could be part of that day. Then you will know what support means and what rivalry means in cricket. Yes, there is the Ashes and that is really fiercely fought. But India-Pakistan is a different kettle of fish. It's a, it's a battle that's been going on for ages, off the field, on the field, and you can see it all spill over, at least in the crowd for sure. And it's going to be a stadium which is going to be packed with 110,000 people, and it's going to be a great day. Do you think it'll open the door for more contests between the two nations going forward, whether that's bilateral series or, or even in, um, if, it, if it only is to be in, in uh, global competitions? Sadly, I don't think that will be the case at this moment because it's a lot more than cricket that what's happening between the two countries. So, you know, I don't think that's going to be uh, a, a possibility in the near future. You never know. Time will take its course. I saw some of you work on CrickBuzz recently, uh, Dinesh, uh, Dinesh Kartik with us on uh, Summer Grandstand across the country. Uh, and you spoke about this is going to be a World Cup for farewells. When you look at some of the, the huge name players and brand name players that have been greats of the game that are departing from various teams across the competition, it feels like you look across any of the 10 teams and there are, there are greats of the game that are most likely playing their, their last World Cup. Very true. It was a pretty heartfelt video in fact, very heartfelt video because a lot of these cricketers have played with have played with me and I've spent a lot of time with them on and off the field. And to see a lot of them walking away into the sunset is somewhat saddening because this format is created by players like these. They're going to leave a great legacy and we're talking about some of the greats of the game, the David Warners, the Stephen Smiths, uh, Rohit Sharmas. You know, there are so many big names, uh, Virat Kohli's. And this is my assumption. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody puts uh, pulls a rabbit out of the hat and uh, goes on to play another World Cup. But I do feel there'll be a, a few retirements post this World Cup. And you mentioned in the opener how important this tournament is for the future of 50-over cricket. Uh, I do a podcast with Ed Cowan, of course, former uh, Australian opener and a, a former combatant of, of yours over the years, DK, on the field. Uh, he's, he is very much the same, that he, he sort of fears about what the next World Cup is going to look like. Um, why, why is it so significant, do you think, this, this World Cup in, in shaping the format going forward? I think the T20 is uh, taking the cricketing world by storm. People enjoy it a lot more. It feels like it's cricket's answer to football. Uh, it's short, it's sharp, and people have really taken by it, especially the young ones. And the young ones always drive drive the the sport towards what it needs to be. You have the you have the older fans for sure who actually drive the game of cricket. But the young ones decide in many ways what the future could be. And it looks like a lot of them like T20 cricket, 
whereas the test cricket has its own charm his its own and, and a lot of people love it because the battles are very different odi cricket is in a very interesting place i personally feel it's a great format and uh, it should be there but time will tell how it's going to go and just lastly dk what does your world cup look like are you jetting off to all corners of the country to uh, to be part of it <laughs> it does feel like I'll be putting on a lot of air miles for sure. <laughs> uh, enjoy it, DK. Really appreciate your time on you, uh, on ABC Radio. Hopefully, see you out here for the Aussie summer in uh, in twelve months' time. I appreciate uh, your time Absolutely, as always. Corbin.